Good morning, Alex and friends. Today is Monday, July 03, RD 2023, and you're listening to Alex's News. On today's episode of Alex's News, we'll start with the weather update for Riverside. Brace yourselves, folks, because it's going to be a scorcher. With a high of 99.5 degrees and a low of 70.7, make sure you have those sunscreen bottles and ice-cold drinks by your side. Moving on, we have an important political story for you. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is heading to Beijing to ease tensions and improve relations with China. We'll delve into the details and what this means for the global stage. Then we'll tackle a frustrating situation that many of you might relate to. Backlogged passports have sparked travel chaos, leaving summer plans hanging in the balance. We'll discuss the impact on travel and what steps are being taken to resolve this issue. In the business world, Apple has made history once again. They've become the first company to reach a mind-boggling $3 trillion market value. We'll explore what this accomplishment means for Apple and the tech industry as a whole. And last but certainly not least, an exciting discovery. A rare octopus nursery has been uncovered off the Costa Rican coast, finally solving a long-standing mystery. Join us as we dive into the depths of this fascinating find. That's all we have lined up for you today on Alex's News. Stay tuned and get ready for another dose of captivating stories. And now, let's turn our attention to an important diplomatic move that could have far-reaching implications. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is planning a trip to Beijing to help ease tensions and improve relations between the United States and China. To give us more details about this visit, we have our senior correspondent, Antoni, joining us. Good morning, Antoni. Good morning, Connie. Antoni, what can you tell us about Secretary Yellen's visit and its purpose? Well, Connie, Secretary Yellen's trip to Beijing is part of the Biden administration's broader strategy to engage with foreign governments and foster a more coordinated approach to global economic issues. The primary goal of this visit is to establish a more constructive dialogue with China, specifically focusing on economic and trade cooperation. I see. So during her visit, who does Secretary Yellen plan to meet with? Secretary Yellen will have meetings with Chinese officials, U.S. companies operating in China, and Chinese individuals. The aim of these meetings is to deepen and enhance communication between the two nations. It's worth noting that while there are certain areas where both countries share common interests, such as cooperation on climate change and debt distress, there are also significant disagreements that cannot be resolved in a single trip. That's an important point, Antoni. Now, you mentioned earlier that Secretary Yellen's trip follows Secretary of State Antony Blinken's visit to Beijing in June. How does Yellen's visit differ in its focus? Indeed, Connie. While Secretary Blinken's trip was more multifaceted, including discussions on various issues like human rights and regional security, Secretary Yellen's visit will specifically concentrate on stabilizing the global economy and addressing China's support of Russia in its invasion of Ukraine. The Biden administration hopes that this targeted approach will help de-escalate tensions and promote stability in the global economy. That's certainly a challenging task. How is the United States planning to navigate its relationship with China, 
considering its national security interests and advocacy for human rights. The United States aims to secure its national security interests and uphold human rights as it engages with China. It's important to note that the Biden administration is not seeking to gain economic advantage over China, but rather to establish longer-term communication channels. While tensions are not expected to be resolved rapidly, this visit is seen as a proactive effort to promote a more productive relationship and explore areas of cooperation. Ongoing dialogue and negotiation will be necessary to address the significant differences between the two countries. Thank you, Antony, for shedding light on Secretary Yellen's upcoming visit and the broader context of U.S.-China relations. We appreciate your insights. Thank you, Connie. Always a pleasure to be here. That was our senior correspondent, Antony, helping us understand the purpose and implications of U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen's upcoming trip to Beijing. We'll continue to follow this story closely and bring you any updates. Welcome back, listeners, to our morning podcast. We're here today to talk about a concerning issue that's impacting travel plans for many people. The wait for U.S. passports has reached unprecedented levels, causing significant delays and disruptions. To shed some light on this issue, we have our news reporter, Ellie, joining us. Ellie, what can you tell us about the current situation? Thanks, Connie. The backlog of passport applications has indeed skyrocketed, leading to frustrating delays. The surge in applications, combined with staffing shortages and the suspension of online processing, has overwhelmed the passport agency. Consequently, we're experiencing record-breaking wait times. It's clear that the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic has played a part in exacerbating this problem. Can you elaborate on how the pandemic has influenced these delays? Absolutely, Connie. As travel demand plummeted during the pandemic, the passport agency implemented staffing reductions, leading to a decreased capacity to process applications. Now, with travel rebounding worldwide, the demand for passports has soared, overwhelming the system with a backlog it's struggling to cope with. The pandemic's impact on staffing and reduced processing capacity has prolonged these delays. It must be frustrating for travelers anxiously awaiting their passports. Are they resorting to any extreme measures to avoid canceling or postponing their trips? Absolutely, Connie. Travelers are resorting to drastic measures, such as purchasing additional plane tickets to travel to cities where their passports are being processed. This allows them to avoid canceling or postponing their trips altogether. However, it adds a financial burden to their already stressful situation. That sounds like a difficult situation. Are American travelers abroad dealing with similar complications? Yes, they are, Connie. Americans abroad who require new passports or visa renewals are also facing lengthy wait times and complications. The backlog and delays at U.S. consulates overseas have created additional obstacles for those seeking to travel or return to the United States. It's become a challenging situation for them as well. It seems like a complex issue to resolve. Are there any indications of when this situation might improve? Unfortunately, Connie, officials from the State Department cannot provide a definitive timeline for improvement. They are currently prioritizing urgent cases, leaving many other applicants with limited options and increased expenses. The authorities' lack of clear communication further exacerbates the frustration and uncertainty faced by travelers. It's disheartening to hear that there's no clear end in sight. Are there any efforts being made to tackle this crisis? Absolutely, Connie. Efforts are being made to address the backlog, but it remains a significant challenge. 
Some travelers have reported success in obtaining their passports after enduring lengthy processes and waiting in long lines, while others have unfortunately had to cancel their trips and face financial losses. It's a mixed outcome so far. Thank you, Ellie, for providing us with these insights into the passport delays. It's clear that the wait for U.S. passports is causing widespread frustration and disruption for travelers. The surge in applications, combined with staffing shortages and the suspension of online processing, has overwhelmed the system, leading to record-breaking wait times. The COVID-19 pandemic and its aftermath have further strained the system, exacerbating the backlog and delays. Travelers are left facing uncertainty and costly solutions, while officials struggle to provide clear timelines for improvement. This issue isn't just limited to U.S. travelers. Americans abroad are also experiencing significant complications and delays. Efforts are being made to address the crisis, but it continues to create significant stress and inconvenience for those seeking to travel. Thank you, Ellie, for joining us today and providing us with this detailed analysis. Thank you, Connie. It was my pleasure to shed light on this important issue. Welcome back, listeners. Our next story is a remarkable milestone achieved by Apple Inc. Just yesterday, the tech giant reached a market value of $3 trillion, becoming the first company in history to do so. Today, we have our reporter Arnold joining us to give us a detailed analysis of this groundbreaking achievement. Good to have you with us, Arnold. Thank you, Connie. It's great to be here. Apple's remarkable achievement is undoubtedly significant, and it's worth diving into the key elements that have contributed to this milestone. Absolutely, Arnold. Please tell us more about these factors and incidents that played a role in Apple's success. Certainly, Connie. One of the key factors that led to the surge in Apple's stock is optimism surrounding the company's expansion into new markets. Apple has been strategically diversifying its business beyond hardware and software products. In recent years, they have shown interest in the healthcare industry by incorporating health-focused features and services into their products. Additionally, they are venturing into the electric vehicle market with their Apple Car project. These moves have inspired confidence in investors who see a potential for substantial future revenues. That's fascinating, Arnold. So it seems like Apple's expansion into these new sectors has certainly caught the attention of investors. Are there any other factors at play here? Absolutely, Connie. Another contributing factor is the market's expectations of a more gradual approach to interest rate hikes by the Federal Reserve. A slower pace of interest rate increases is viewed favorably for tech companies like Apple, as it reduces borrowing costs and stimulates consumer spending. This macroeconomic environment has further boosted investor confidence and contributed to Apple's surge. I see. So the Federal Reserve's policies are playing a part in Apple's success as well. Now, we shouldn't overlook Apple's own financial performance. Can you expand on that? Certainly, Connie. Apple has consistently outperformed analysts' expectations in its quarterly reports, even during times of economic uncertainty on a global scale. This reflects their ability to navigate challenging situations successfully. Moreover, Apple has a solid track record of buying back its own stock. This strategy has proven effective in times of market volatility, as reducing the number of outstanding shares elevates the stock price and ultimately the market value. Impressive, Arnold. Apple's strategic moves and strong financial performance have undoubtedly played a crucial role in their historic achievement. 
Is there anything else we should take into account? Absolutely, Connie. It's worth noting that Apple's accomplishment comes amidst a broader trend in the tech industry. We've seen other prominent tech firms such as Tesla and NVIDIA experiencing significant increases in market value as well. However, it's interesting to mention that Alphabet Inc., the parent company of Google, witnessed a drop in its market cap due to increased competition from Microsoft's Bing search engine. This contrast serves to highlight Apple's continued dominance and the overall investor confidence in their ability to outperform their competitors. That's an important point, Arnold. It certainly shows the resilience and strength of Apple in a highly competitive landscape. Now, before we wrap up, are there any other notable companies with similar valuations? Yes, indeed, Connie. Apple is not alone in this club of trillion-dollar companies. Names like Alphabet Inc., the parent company of Google, Amazon.com Inc., NVIDIA, and Microsoft Corp. have all surpassed the $1 trillion valuation mark. These companies have also demonstrated their ability to thrive in the ever-competitive tech industry. Fascinating, Arnold. Thank you so much for providing us with such a comprehensive overview of Apple's historic achievement and its implications. We truly appreciate your insights. Thank you, Connie. It was my pleasure to share this exciting development with all our listeners. And thank you, listeners, for joining us. Stay tuned for more news after the break. Welcome back, everyone, to our morning news podcast. Now it's time for our next story, and we have Jenna with us today to discuss some fascinating discoveries made off the coast of Costa Rica. Good to have you here, Jenna. Thank you, Connie. It's great to be here and share this exciting news with our listeners. So, Jenna, what can you tell us about this discovery? Well, Connie, during a three-week expedition, researchers made an incredible finding deep beneath the surface of the Pacific Ocean, off the coast of Costa Rica. They have uncovered a rare octopus nursery, almost two miles below the ocean's surface, called the Dorado Outcrop. This nursery is now known as the third known brooding site, where a large number of octopuses gather together. That's remarkable, Jenna. Were there any specific incidents during their expedition that contributed to this finding? Absolutely, Connie. The scientists were able to document hundreds of octopuses, and incredibly, they observed the hatching of their babies. This discovery is particularly significant as it answers a mystery that had puzzled researchers since a large group of octopuses was first spotted in the area back in 2013. Additionally, they also found a smaller octopus nursery on a low-temperature hydrothermal vent on an unnamed seamount. That's truly fascinating. So what does this discovery suggest about the behavior of these deep-sea octopuses? Well, Connie, the findings indicate that some species of deep-sea octopuses specifically seek out low-temperature hydrothermal vents as ideal locations to brood their eggs. This reinforces the idea that these vents play a crucial role in the reproductive behavior of certain octopus species. Wow! Who would have thought that hydrothermal vents would be so important to octopus reproduction? Are there any plans for further investigation into this unique phenomenon? Absolutely, Connie. The expedition, led by Dr. Beth Orcutt of the Bigelow Laboratory for Ocean Sciences and Dr. Jorge Cortez of the University of Costa Rica, aims to gain a better understanding of the hydrogeology, microbiology, ecology, and geochemistry of the Dorado outcrop and its octopuses. 
The scientists plan to return to the site in December to collect octopus eggs and conduct further investigations into why these creatures choose to brood in this particular location. That sounds like an exciting follow-up, Jenna. Were there any other notable findings during this expedition? Yes, Connie. In addition to the octopus nursery, the team also explored five new seamounts in Costa Rica's waters. During their exploration, they discovered hundreds of animals, some of which could potentially be new species. This adds to the scientific knowledge of the region's deep ocean ecosystems, making it an even more significant discovery. Absolutely, Jenna. The wealth of new information collected during this expedition is truly impressive. Finally, what can we take away from this incredible find? Overall, Connie, this discovery provides valuable insights into the reproductive behavior of deep-sea octopuses and their preferences for specific environments, like low-temperature hydrothermal vents. Through continued research and exploration, scientists hope to uncover more about these mysterious creatures and the unique ecosystems they inhabit. Thank you so much, Jenna, for giving us such a detailed and enlightening summary of this awe-inspiring discovery. We appreciate your expertise and look forward to hearing more updates in the future. Thank you, Connie. It's been a pleasure to share this news with you and our listeners. That's all we have for now. Today's episode was made with ChatGPT, 11 Labs, and a program written by you. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow, Alex.